0: This is Modern Woman. Find us at modernwoman.co for further info. My guests today are Chris and Corrine Lambert-Gorwin, husband and wife team that run Heart Centre Business, the UK's leading wealth and business expert. Both Chris and Corrine individually have really inspiring personal and professional stories to share and I'm here to find out how they've built a financially blossoming business as well as juggling home life. It's lovely to meet you both. Thank you, it's lovely to meet you. So tell us exactly what does heart Center business do? So effectively, we are
1: focused on people who have a fantastic expertise, they've studied, they've trained, um, they're really great at what they do, and they have no way of getting out there and monetizing their skills or making money from their passion. So we support them in becoming less of the world's kept secret and actually creating six-figure business. looking
2: for something. Time, start to build a team around their expertise, so then they can have hopefully best-of-the-bought they do what they love, and they make a difference in their lives, and they make a whole lot of money at the same time.
0: And what inspired you both to set up this company?
2: Probably initially, because the experience of screwing up for a long time.
0: So
1: uh, we'd had the, the displeasure, of course, successfully not being in the business, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, working out how we could do the how we could create your business successfully uh, and then we tested it out with me leaving my corporate job um, and then after we'd experimented and guinea pigged ourselves, we went, oh, let's share this with other people and worked out that it worked for other people and so we just wanted to spread the world and, and help more people or support more people on their journeys. I get the feeling that you both sort of bring different
0: assets to the business you start playing on strengths which obviously is a great combination for successful business um, but obviously your marriage as well so how do you find working together and also you know running home life together I don't
2: know if she says works <laughs> 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 so, so yeah you're very right, because I'm very much focused on like, the broad strokes would be I'm always focused on the big three
1: Time, yeah. However, we've because we have that commitment, we've committed to working through it as well. So we have a balance of you know this is work time, this is family time, this is home time, and sometimes they all mush together. Um, because I'm not going to lie and say, oh yes, it's all neat. Um, however, um, I think because of our shared values, it's made it a lot easier. And I'm not sure that everybody would have that level of, of commitment to be able to do it. Um, and it's, it's not always easy, but it is possible. So if you are thinking of working with your partner, then you just have to make sure that you're very clear on what the ground rules are. Yeah, and also know each other's
0: boundaries and your sort of respect where each other plays a part, I guess, as well. So tell us, how did you both meet?
2: Ironically, we actually met, um, I was coming out of a, uh, a girl's changing rooms at a yoga studio it was a friend's mutual first day opening like walk around have a look at the studio thing there's no signs on the door in my defence that's why I was in the girls changing rooms going to the toilet <laughs> yeah, so I didn't know I was in the wrong place
1: it wouldn't matter nowadays
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so I was just wandering around and Karim was there helping out this mutual friend on meet and greet I was one of the people was being there to support him and I came out of the changing rooms and she asked a very prophetic question at that point saying are you lost can I help and I literally looked in her eyes, and I was lost to that point in life, going through messy divorce and different stuff. And I looked in her eyes, and I just she just went, bugger. <laughs> because I just, instantly I knew. I knew she was the one, and this was, was it. And that was it. We moved in two months later together. And what, four months later, five months later, then we said, honey, we're going to have a baby. Wow.
0: So it really was love at first sight then? So let's move on to your first song um, which is Try Everything by Shakira and tell us why does this song sound
2: is- like
0: behind the businesses is you technically help um, pay more money and increase revenue um, so from a sales perspective what would you say or what are you seeing as the recurring issues that businesses are facing um, from not getting enough
1: money into the business well I guess we've discovered that the most expert businesses have five key struggles um, first one being that lack of clients so if you don't have enough clients you're not going to make enough money you're also not going to um, support enough people so the second one is around lack of income. So this could be even if you're really super busy, you don't actually appreciate the value of what you deliver. So there's a load of people out there who are really busy but still not earning enough money. So And then the third one is around lack of money. Now, this is where, regardless of whether you have a good month or a bad month, you might end up with more month than money because there's something going on where your external world um, is in conflict with your internal world. So you might have some self-sabotage patterns stopping yourself from being, being okay to earn money. Uh, the fourth thing we found is around confidence and people actually having the confidence to stand in the expertise that they have and that it's okay um, to be themselves and to be paid for being themselves at all.
0: center business you obviously would helping uh, practitioners and uh, you know from having a look at your site bits and pieces i think practitioners is very sort of similar to the idea of a startup business where that individual is wearing many hats um, and jumping in lots of things what advice would you give to say a startup business that is trying to get off the ground and generate more money um, and have more time i
2: think you can because we initially started
1: forget that it's actually about the client. So being problem solution focused means that you're putting yourself in the position of your clients. What are they curious about? Or what do your customers need? Which means you can add more value, which is why we call ourselves Heart centered Business, because it's, you know, you're giving and it's all about the other person, not about you. Because as Zig Ziglar says, you know, the more people that you can help, you can then have anything you want in life. I know I've just ruined work with it.
0: No, it's really interesting what you're saying basically making sure your business adds value or is valuable to the client um, and that making sure that they can see it, which is obviously part of the sales process. So what would you say is different in your technique compared to your competitors?
2: I think it comes down to, we're what works rather than what's popular. Now there's an awful lot of advice out there that's given about do this, do that, get a website, get on social media, do so many things about that. Good things to do but typically are done in the wrong order. And our whole philosophy of what we train is what was like a mantra on clients, do the right things in the right
1: order. Because you can have pleasing results or pleasing methods, um, and we're focused on the pleasing results. So that doesn't always mean that you're going to have pleasing methods. So your method to get there might not be popular, it might not be what everybody's doing, but we know that it's going to work.
0: And what three takeaways can you give the listeners today um, to help them with their sales
1: plan?
2: First one, be talk to more people, literally, no matter what business you're in, whether you a product business, a retail business, a service business, anything, is talking to more people. The more people you connect with, the more people you know what your problem solution is, the better. And the bigger thing we find people to scale is open. They don't tell their friends and family, they don't tell their local connections what they're doing. So we give all of our clients our homework and we've done this ourselves and all of our business. of so literally, you make a certain number of phone calls every day basically spreading the word about what you do now you don't have to like it but it just needs to be done it's one of the right things in the right order so just speaking to more people first of all would be right. number one
1: yeah. and then i guess it's speaking effectively so it's being customer oriented so a lot of the fear and everything that we have around speaking to people or around getting out there and telling people our story is because we make it about us if you're actually focused on the other person and what their needs are and everything else you kind of forget all of your baggage because you're actually present for that person and you can add value to them. So a really um, key tip is the more you can be there for other people, the less you'll make it about yourself and the more confidence that you'll actually have.
2: And with that, actually, we've spoken to the third one I'll say is customer service. People, kind of, they do it for a whole lip service. They like, say, oh, we should do customer how are you getting on, you just want to say how excited side to work. That helps you stand out for your competition. If you can how how can you love your clients to bits? so they feel like like we were say your first your last client of the day should feel as special as a first of the day. Like if you have lots of clients you get tired of your day the last one feels like, oh you've feasting the meal, it's not good customer service. So that whole how can you make every single client
0: Let's move on to your second song, which is Fireball uh, by Pitbull. Um, what is this song? Uh, so, world infinity, <laughs> you know the roof on fire. We go Shazam! boogie, hoogie, hoogie, jiggle, ball, wiggle ball, and uh, dance <laughs> like the roof on fire. We go drink drinks and take shots until we fall out <laughs>, like the roof on fire. <laughs> now, baby, get my booty naked, take off all your clothes and light the roof on fire. I know, I tell them, tell them, baby, 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 <laughs> I'm on fire. <laughs> I said, baby, 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 baby,
1: baby, 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 baby,
0: is quite emotional actually um, you know there was obviously something when you were younger an experience you went through um, can you sort of share with us a bit about that time and why you feel such a significant time of your life has had a positive impact going forward
2: yeah it's, um, it's actually an episode of my life I feel incredibly grateful which most people might not feel the same because we're not 60 I do still drives me, has for years. But what it did, it made me exclude. focus on, I'm here to make a difference. And that's what really, once we've figured out, I was business training myself and figured out, well, actually, it's okay to make a difference and be okay to say, It's okay to, if you help enough people, you can earn a lot of money. That's it's a win-win. That's when the light bulb clicked on a and realized that if I just focus on making 1% person time in clinic, I'm now not sharing everything I've learned enough and I'm still continuing so that's why I went more practitioners than i I okay, so, how have you grown your business over 600% a year? How have you got all these clients coming in, paying you a lot more, and loving doing your waiting list? And I started sharing what I've learned, the good and the bad, as in, like, right, these mistakes are greater passion. But make sure you're safe. And the airlines always tell you to put your own oxygen mask on before you help your child. Whereas I was always about to put your oxygen mask on everyone else.
0: And Crane, your story was slightly different, you know, coming from a corporate background, you were sort of living this whole fabulous jet-setting lifestyle, Um, but, you know, you got to a point in your life where you realised, actually, I don't feel fulfilled and I don't have a purpose. Um, Share with us when that moment was and how you made
1: the changes to where you are today. Yeah, so I, d- I did. i you know, flying business class, first class everywhere. Tea in Margaret Thatcher's bedroom. You know, meetings at Number Ten, and all of that kind of stuff. It was it was very externally glamorous in terms of what I was doing, but it was also quite hollow in terms of very superficial relationships, lots of long hours, not really having a life. Um, and when and I, uh, I had the unfortunate experience of falling down a flight of stairs and crashing into the front door, and I actually broke my shoulder in five places off work for three months so during that period of time um, and on a load of painkillers and all that kind of thing so it's always that time if you have an or life experience to, to change things um, I got into yoga as part of rehabilitation so and realized that there was more to life than uh, just working and being successful and the reason that I had gone down that path of just working and being successful was because my experience of school was that I was bullied um, so was really tough for me my only way of dealing that was you know being super control freak successful person so that was kind of what had driven me through life Um, and therefore I was on that path until I wasn't and so having a break literally and (laughs) metaphorically in terms of my career meant that I had some time to reflect and I was still super successful after I came back to work and had kind of rehabilitated myself but realized that there So by doing loads of yoga and my corporate life I became less and less excited about work and ironically by trying, um, by being less focused on work I actually became more successful probably because I was uh, less intense than people could actually cope. (laughs) I'm more human. Um, And I think in in discovering that humanity allowed me to open up to who I really was and actually pursue my met Chris, it was kind of the right time for me to have a proper relationship with with somebody who I could be myself with, um, you know, that I could actually be okay with. Sorted out, you know, we'll do something and then I fell pregnant so it was not at all expected and I remember having a conversation with Chris's parents where he was like, are you sure? Are you you really sure you're pregnant? Um, So it was a a gift um, and we're ever so grateful for the opportunity of of becoming parents and certainly I never expected to be a mother so when that happened in that way, I had to make some big changes because I knew that of the mother that I wanted to be, I wasn't going do that with what success looked like in the world of acting consulting. So I needed to make big changes, and I had no idea how to do that. So falling pregnant unexpectedly,
0: right? After over that shock, um, it's quite an interesting subject today because I think there's a lot of women that are in business that don't have children um, that are worried about having them because it might affect their career, um, and then you also see women that have got children and they're juggling and everything, but they're actually trying to find themselves again. So how did you deal with that shock?
1: Could make a difference so whilst being induced um, I was playing the cash flow game and I actually had our first offer on a property accepted. We
2: were in the <laughs> hospital the doctors going around they're giving you the medicine to be induced and stuff like that and we've got this board game spread out on the hospital bed. I'm answering a phone to the estate agent and we're talking through going oh should we accept this? Should we do it? Has the offer gone through and all that and the doctors are just looking at us like we're crazy we should let face we were. Well, because we're just thinking, oh, we're having a baby, it's fine, we'll keep on doing everything, all we'll in one go.
1: Yeah, and I think, and so when you say, how did I manage to make that successful? I think initially I didn't. Uh, being brutally honest, it was more than I'd expected in terms of the emotional changes, the love that I felt for my daughter, the fact that I had no idea how I was going to, to make it all work, which is why I then, being staunchly financially independent, as a woman to date had to find some other way of doing it so that's where I kind of got into the right how can I create a passive income so then I have a choice so we created um, a property business so we in in addition to what we do with our centre business of go and be this powerful woman and somebody else will look after your kids and if you see them once then that's okay.
0: she you've got. Quiero respirar tu cuello despacito Deja que te diga cosas al oído Para que te acuerdes si no estás conmigo Despacito Quiero desnudarte a besos despacito
1: think it is really important and success for me is a journey it's not a destination you don't get there it's not you know when we first became millionaires it wasn't oh now we're millionaires it's great because you know it's it's the next thing and you might think oh i does that mean you're not satisfied with anything no i'm deeply grateful for everything that we have but i know that we can do more and therefore i think if you can you must type thing because there are people who can't so it's also about what we can give so i know that a lot of than it just also being about you. So it is about choice and it's also about the impact that you can have um, because the more successful you are, the more influence you have, which means that you can make the world the way you would like it to be.
0: Um, and we've spoken a bit about financial freedom, it's caught up, and I think nowadays more and more people are looking for that, not just financial freedom, but to have like real life fulfillment, you know, be happy you say is sort of the meaning of financial freedom
1: and how can what, how, what advice would you give to those to try and find it? So I think financial freedom comes at, at, at different levels. So you can have basic financial freedom which means that regardless of what's going on in your life all of your basic needs are met. So you've got enough money month in, month out to actually you know do food, food, water and, and shelter type thing. You know the five key bits of what makes us survive as humans. At that level then you've kind of got lifestyle financial freedom so then you know can you go out and eat out and do all of those things as well so i think people go with financial freedom and think oh i've got there and i've covered my basics and then it's never as satisfying as they think it should be so i think you kind of need to do it in stages so go with your base level then you've got a next goal of now i want lifestyle financial freedom then you go with i want total financial freedom of of everything and also a lot of people get to, if you certainly if you've gone down the route of having a passive income as well as an active income, oh well I've made it but it doesn't feel any different. Um, so it's it's really important that you are actually following your passion because, you know, sure we, we don't have to work but we've created a, a lifestyle of people that we want to support and everything else that means that we do work because we know we can make a big difference. Obviously we're here for um, Modern Women
0: and Chris and Gaya, to ask you, what is your take on equality in the workplace?
2: I'd say I love that question because
1: exciting projects on the go so um, we're creating a game
0: What would you say your life mantra is?
2: Well, actually, we've actually sat down with my daughter
1: because you can always learn from the situation. So ask loads of questions, go out and explore the world. If things don't make sense, then you need to, to understand. And the question why is, is perfectly legitimate. And then to wrap it all up, we have kindness, because um, it is about making sure that everybody has a great experience, that it's not at the, to the detriment
0: sightful and loving chest to you. Both. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I think
2: just uh...
1: perfect of everything looking perfect, etc., is that it sometimes stops us from just progressing. So we have a great a great phrase that we have with our clients which is being a progressionist, not a perfectionist. So making sure that you can get out there and get something started rather than waiting for it to be perfect. Because you will learn along the way and it will you know so start small and messy but dream big. And that was Chris and free from
0: half center business. all right, my head.